Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratova Best. Um, we're in Parshas Vayera, and what we're going to focus today on is the idea of bris milah. Um, partly because the whole scene of Vayera is about bris milah, but we're really at a point in history where the basic Jewish things have come into question by the radical left, you know, uh, Kaparas and Mila and, and you name it. So let's see what the truth about it is. You know, whatever the silly things are that people are saying, let's see what the truth is. So here we find ourselves in a scene, in a scenario, in which Avram Avinu just had his bris Mila, and he's sitting, everybody knows the story, he's sitting, of course, at, outside of his tent, and it's very hot, and the the sheath of the sun has been taken off by Hashem. It's hot for two reasons. One is, why did Hashem make it hot? Number one, by taking the sheath off the sun. Number one, so that visitors wouldn't come, because Avram Avinu couldn't resist, and he would be entertaining guests, and he needed to heal from his bris mila. He was 99 years old. And the other reason is that... Um, well, that he needed to heal. The sun was the sun was uncovered so that he would heal, and so that he wouldn't accept guests or have to deal with guests and have that, you know, have to uh, face that test. So we step into the middle of this scene, and um, and since everything is very exact, we're going to look into the story. Everything in Torah is very exact. We then focus on the story connected with the Rebbe Rashab, whose um, birthday is coming up, the well-known story, that when the Rebbe Rashab was four or five years old, so the year was 1865 probably, of course, it was his birthday coming up, so he went to his Zeta, the Tzemachtetic, everybody knows the story, and he started to cry. And we know why he started to cry. He said, How come Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu and not to us? Really, the, some people say, the story said, why doesn't Hashem appear to me? But here the lotion is, why doesn't Hashem appear to us? Hashem saw, Avram Avinu saw him. So, and the Semachetic answer, so, the answered, very powerful answer. So the question is a very powerful question. Of course, we know the Temach Tzedek, even at age four or five, he was already, he was born a Rebbe. A Rebbe has a different way of seeing reality than a regular person, more focused on truth. So it's impossible that Hashem didn't appear to him. It can't be that he's crying and saying, Hashem appeared to Avram Avram Avinu, why not me? But really, he's crying the cry of the Rebbe as a child for the whole generation. Because the cry is a demand. As a child, he's saying, nothing else matters to me other than seeing Hashem the way Avram Avinu saw Hashem. And I, as a Rebbe, want that every single Jew should have the same 
demand to the point of tears. What I want to do is empower every single Jew to feel that this is the, this is everything that they want in life. And the truth is that that doesn't exclude everything else. So, oh, so you don't need a new couch? Oh, so you don't need to buy new shoes? You don't need to, uh, you know, make a, a better recipe of spaghetti and meatballs? Only want to see Hashem? No. Everything fits into that category. What he's really saying is, I want every single Jew to focus his desire to find a new recipe of, macro, of, of, of spaghetti and meatballs and a new car and new boots and and um, where am I going for the summer and what am I cooking for Shabbos and where am I going for Pesach. All of that becomes one integral part of I'm doing this and wanting this as an expression of wanting to be one with Hashem and see Hashem. It's all the same. Whether I openly say it through the Parsha, I want to see Hashem, and I cry, or I say, I want some sushi, same thing. That everything, Rebbe Hashem is filtering the cry of every Jew through his own experience as a child in a very simplistic way. He's he's opening up the channel for every single Jew to feel the same way. A intense desire to have this focus to the point of tears. Now, why is it important that he does this as a as a child? A child hasn't yet learned um, that certain things aren't realistic. You know, a child wants ice cream. I once had a child who wanted ice cream from the ice cream truck and I just felt like every single day going to the ice cream truck enough. So I said, I don't have any money. And the child said, I have money and took a penny and had one penny and they ran to the ice cream truck. It was very sad. So I bought them the ice cream. The child doesn't know. What do you mean there's no money for an ice cream cone? I have a penny. They don't know the difference between if you have a penny and you need money for an ice cream, so a penny is what will do it. Or somebody said, her child once said to her, you know what, mommy? You know those big limousines that, long white limousines? I love them. Can we get one? So her mother said, you know, Kyla, they cost a lot of money. She said, oh, okay, so Let's go to the bank and take out the money, and we'll buy one. Now, why would an adult wouldn't say that? That means she doesn't know the difference between, you know, it's very simple, very simple. Let's see, I like the stretch limo. Let's get one. Oh, my mother says you need money. Banks have money. Let's go to the bank and get money. It's very simple, very simplistic. It's very clear. I want it. If it's a good thing. Let's get it. End of story. Or in this case, so so that simple desire and that simple understanding of reality, the Rebbe Rashab sees fit to filter that simplicity of every Jewish child into the real thing. What do you mean? We want Mashiach now. We don't want to wait. What, 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 why should we wait? 
What, why should we? It doesn't make any sense. You know, let's just do it. So, and to the point of tears, I want this. That's it. So, this is the story of the Rebbe Rashab, Parsha Sayera, having learned in the Chumash the story of Avram Avinu sitting there at the tent, having just had his bris mila and seen Hashem. And this becomes a springboard for the Rebbe Rashab as a child which becomes a springboard for every one of us, especially in Parshas, um, no, oh. especially in, in Parshas Vayera, it becomes a springboard for every one of us to step into a new way of experiencing what we want. Same want, but why do you want it? Where is it going? What's it a part of? So, and that's why the interaction is between the Tzemach Tzedek, the Zayda, who's the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, and the Rebbe Rashab, who's the fifth. Two very different periods in history. So, now we know why the demand of the Rebbe Rashab. Now, what's the answer that the Tzemach Tzedek gives? So, the Tzemach Tzedek says that when a Jew... A tzaddik, he has to be a Jew and a tzaddik, makes a decision at the age of 99, like Avram Avinu, that he has to do a bris milah. Then, Hashem, then he is fit that Hashem will appear to him. Hashem will come to him and appear to him. Why? He's a Jew. He may, and he's a tzaddik. He's achieved a lot. Why is it important to know he's a tzaddik? It's important to know that he has done enough in life to be able to sit back and say, I have achieved. I don't have to do more. I can now reap the rewards of what I've done. And yet, being a Jew, he doesn't do that. What he does instead is, he says, oh, now I have to do the next thing, brismila. Now I have to remove the blockage between myself and Hashem. What are you talking about? He's a tzaddik. You know what he did for 99 years? Avram Avinu? Where do you see a blockage between him and Hashem? And yet, he's expressing, the Semachsetic is expressing, that if we look at Avram Avinu and his story, sitting in front of that tent, after his bris milah, he's saying that a Jew is a person who is constantly reinventing. <clears throat> he's constantly saying, now I, now I create a relationship with Hashem. No, now I do it. No, now I do it. No, now I do it. Brand new every time. And what's the promise? Hashem will appear. So, what does this have to do with every single one of us? And what it is, is, the, the truth is, and we'll see in the next, next audios, this idea of Ayere love Hashem, Hashem appears to him, it happens to us all the time. A Jewish child has a bris mila. A Jew has a bris mila. This occurs. Hashem appears to him. There are many stories of people having a bris mila as adults, and they said that the experience was so powerful. They experienced Hashem in such a powerful way, they didn't want to, um, they didn't want it to end. You know, someone told the story recently about a very secular professor in the Ukraine 
who suddenly decided, you know, I'm, I'm ready. You know, and, and the rabbi said, okay, come at four o'clock and, but you know what, forget it, we can't do it because the hospital is not open. It was during the bombing. All we could do was in a classroom in the school. And at four o'clock, this big professor showed up, walked into the classroom and said, I'm ready in a classroom. I'm not waiting. You know, as long as you can, it's safe. I'm not waiting. You know, I decided and this is what we're doing. And clearly his experience of Hashem through this Brismila is way beyond what we normally experience. So, and people have testified that it's very powerful. So, at Brismila, the Yerah Lav Hashem occurs. So, what is the Rebbe Rishab asking for? Go to every single Jewish boy and say, did you see Hashem? I did when I was eight days old. Or, if I did it when I was an adult. So, what is the Rebbe Rishab asking for? Everybody should have a bris. They did. But the difference between us and Avram Avinu, he's asking for a higher frequency. The Rebbe Rashab is saying, Avram Avinu, the level of Hashem that he experienced was much higher than what we experienced. And also that the revelation to, to Avram Avinu, he was a a complete vessel for us. So you know how sometimes things are there and we don't see them? Or we're being sent gifts and somehow or we're being explained something and it doesn't click in our mind. We're not getting it. We're not connecting to it. He was a complete vessel. When we have, when Hashem is appearing to us and we're not a full vessel for it, There's room for improvement. There's room to, there's room for a demand on our part. We can say, relatively speaking, I don't see Hashem. Why? My senses weren't fully open to experience what was happening. So, this is something that the Rebbe Rashad, as the first of the three-legged stool of Miyad, you know, the three generations, the Asherin Mashiach, Miyad, Mem stands for the Rebbe's generation, Yud for the Rebbe Ayat, and Dal for Dabber, the Rebbe Rashab. This three-legged stool of ushering in the Geula, as the first one of that, who, who begins that, building that stool, building that base in the world, the Rebbe Rashab is saying, we didn't need to upgrade. Hashem is going to shine his light fast and furious. We need to upgrade our vessels quickly. You know, uh, you know, they're always telling you on your phone you have to uh, upgrade. Another time, WhatsApp, we always resist. But otherwise, it doesn't work. The software will crash. A lot of info. Software crashes. Hardware crashes, whatever it is. The Rebbe Rashab says, let's, let's be ready. Miracles are coming our way. And as, as, because we're in the year Tushin Pei Gimel, Shlaus Kedailas, great wonders are coming our way. What we experience is not so many great wonders, a lot of craziness a lot of darkness, a lot of confusion. It would seem 
that when we upgrade our vessel, we experience, we start to see what's really going on. We're not just seeing the chaos down here, but we're seeing the light that's coming down in a way that you have to have a vessel to do it, to see it, to, to see it, to be able to. <clears throat> so as we said, we're going to just focus on the truth about Prismila. So the issue is, that's probably why the world is objecting to Prismila in certain places, because it's so powerful. Because the mitzvah of Brismila, and obviously women are naturally, girls are naturally circumcised, so to speak. They don't need that external procedure. The, the masculine en energy needs that more external connection, whereas the feminine energy has that connection automatically. But about Brismila, it says that all the mitzvahs in the Tyra come with um, three... Um, uh, covenants. And on Brismila, it's 13 covenants. And not only that, the real Mila of Brismila is that there's a, it's a covenant between us and Hashem that is engraved in the physical flesh of every Jewish boy. Meaning the connection with Hashem, which is completely irrational, way beyond something you can understand, that's the bris, is actually expressed, engraved, and visible in the flesh of a Jew. And not only that, the chiddush with, with mitzvah of Mila is that through it, godliness, holiness, is brought down not only into the physical body of a Jew, but through it into the physicality of the world. Because bris mila is connected with the bris of Eretz Yisrael, the covenant about Eretz Yisrael. It says, Hashem gives us the land through this mitzvah. Through having a bris mila, Hashem says, and now you'll get the land of Israel. So that means, in a wider sense, that the bris mila enables, it gives us the kayach to not only acquire the land of Israel, to make this entire world into the land of Israel. To take Eretz Canaan, to take a corrupt, depraved world, like the one we're in, and make it into Eretz Israel. How do you do that? You have to win the elections, you have to campaign for the, the right side. No, not only. But Brismila opens up the way for the bris that we have with Hashem about the land and the agreement that Hashem gave to us, has with us. You are the ones who will make the entire world in Jared Yisrael. So we're going, we're going to end this here and do another audio, hopefully tomorrow, to continue this. But what we're seeing is that if there's opposition in the world to Brismila, that's because the core of everything, of what turns the world from a corrupt place, or even a very powerful place, into a dwelling place for Hashem, <coughs> Brismila is the cornerstone 
of what is responsible for making the whole thing happen. Again, to, to, to summarize, because bris mila is something that through, through bris mila, Hashem then makes the covenant with us for the land of Israel that it's ours and that the world becomes ours through this covenant of bris mila, that the world becomes ours to make it into his. And it all comes through bris mila. So we can understand that there would be tremendous opposition to it in the world. And I guess what we want to do is not be scared, but realize that um, they're here to wake us up, the opponents. They're here to wake us up in the way of like Pada Vashalam Nafshi. They're here to wake us up and realize the truth and stand behind it and stand behind it with strength. And may we see ourselves in the merit of this mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael, ours, and in the base of Mitzvah Shlishi, and it should be immediately now.